0: Coming up on today's show, hackers threaten to release pirates for pirates. Child neglect and stroller stealing are in fashion this spring at Walt Disney World. Plus, we are going to be talking happily ever after and more Pandora. Live from the Bob Varley studio in Orlando, Florida, this is The Diz Unplugged. This is The Diz Unplugged, episode 940 for the week of May 16th, 2017. The Diz Unplugged is brought to you by Dreams Unlimited Travel, experts at helping you plan the perfect Walt Disney World vacation. Visit them on the web at www.dreamsunlimitedtravel.com. Hey everyone, welcome to this week's episode. I am your host, Craig Williams. Uh, I am sitting in today for Pete Werner. Uh, He is not feeling so hot today, so he asked for the day off and I obliged. And um, well, I'm also joined today by Steve Porter. Hello. Uh Ms. Kathy Worthing. Hi everyone. Jeez. (laughs) Close enough. (laughs) Okay. Close enough. Uh and then Corey Martin. I'm just happy to be here. Thank you. And back on the controls, Rhino Clavin. Hello. So you may notice that John and Kevin are not with us as well. They are still off in Hawaii. Unless they never said where they were, then. (laughs) Oops. (laughs) Now you go find them. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> um yeah, so that all that covers it. No one cares about Teresa. So we can wow. just skip ahead of that. So this is gonna be a really fun episode. Lots of great stuff. Of course, you if you're watching this, you see Steve's in the news seat. So Indeed. you know that's gonna be fun when we get to the news section. Um but let's start This episode, like we start every single other one with housekeeping. And I think we have to start that off with talking about the 20th anniversary uh, mega meet that we do have coming up in, uh, gosh, I guess a little bit over a week. From now, so it's coming up fast. Yes, really yeah, fast. it sure is. So, um, we have a little bit of information uh, to give you about the mega meet regarding the actual dates and times. So, I believe last episode we started to discuss what was going to be happening during the mega meet, and now we actually can give you some times for part of it. Um, so, on Monday, I don't have the actual date of that written down. May twenty. 27- no.
1: No, no, no. Monday is like the the 29th. ninth. 29th. Thank you.
0: Monday, May 29th. At some point in the day, there will be a uh, come see Rhino and his codpiece and butt (laughs) implants for Power Rangers. Hey, Uh, that butt implants was just between you and me. No. (laughs) (laughs) And Ashley. Um, And so you can do that sometime on Monday. We don't have a time for that currently yet, uh, but we will let you know as soon as we have that worked out. On Monday night, come see Happily Ever After with myself. And also um, Jackie Gailey, she will be there for that, too. And so we're going to meet for that at 8 o'clock p.m. at Town Square in the Magic Kingdom. We're also going to do ice cream along with that, too. I don't know if that'll be before or after the fireworks. And you might even see a surprise appearance by um, a Martin or Martin's. (laughs) What <laughs> happened? Don't know yet. Lots of stuff still up in the air. So moving over to Tuesday the 30th um, at 10 o'clock a.m. at Disney Springs, the AMC theaters, we'll be doing the Pirates of the Caribbean Dead Men Tell No Tales um, screening uh, that we'll be having. And what do we say the limit is for that that we'll have? We're still working on it, but it will be limited. Yes. And there will be a sign-up form for it. Yes, there will be a sign-up form uh, on top of the f- uh, the twenty five dollars you spent to sign up for this event, there will be an additional cost also to take part in this event for the movie. Um, so yeah, it's going to be a great thing. Money's going to give kids the world. It's probably going to be about ninety people. Yes, limited to ninety. So, which I know that doesn't seem like that many, but we're over a thousand for the event. So, I'll that. be I'll be at uh, hosting that event. Oh yes, you will. So well, with Pete, Pete, Pete with Pete. Pete, me and Pete. Yeah. So um, then also at 10 a.m. at that time, you can journey into imagination with Figment and Kathy Whirling. Got your name right that time. Uh, And you'll be meeting outside of the attraction Mm -hmm. in Epcot for that at uh, 10 a.m., as I said. Then that night, Tuesday night, um, come hang out with Rhino and myself at City Walk. So we're going to be meeting there at 7 o'clock p.m. So if you're driving over, it won't cost any money to park there because it's after 6 o'clock. And we're going to meet right outside the theater um, at CityWalk, if you've never been there before, it's simple. It's the first thing you're going to see as soon as you get into City Walk, So you'll be able to find us easily. Um, on Wednesday, we have a couple events happening at night. Uh, we announced it last week, but a goofy movie will be screening over at Fort Wilderness. And Crazy Rhino will be there along with the whole Martin gang. And that will be at 7.30 p.m. again at the Theater uh, at Fort Wilderness, the Meadows Theater or something like that. I don't remember Jeez, the name.
1: I sent you an email with the names of everywhere the meets yeah. were.
0: I asked for bullet points. You gave me paragraphs. The, um, the, it's like the, uh,
1: the Meadow Outdoor Recreation Area
0: Theater. There you go. Yes. That's where it'll be. So Rhino and the Martins, a goofy movie. It'll be a good time. Um, also happening at 730, uh, Sprinkles with Teresa. So if you want sprinkles, head to Disney Springs. And uh, I'm guessing that Teresa will be buying it for absolutely everyone. She <laughs> <laughs> won't, won't be doing that. But uh, yeah. <laughs> Show up and pretend because we know she's not watching this right now. Um, Gosh, I hope So, that. yeah, that's, that's your Wednesday events. Um, on Thursday, nothing is happening except for the big party. And I think signups are still happening for that, so they may be. They may not be. I'm not positive. So uh, not for long, though. Not for long. So get signed up if you haven't yet. Uh, This and then on Friday, June 2nd, uh, the Grand Yacht One will be happening at 12 to 2 at Disney's Grand Floridian. That will be Pizza he's doing with the highest bidders like did we say 10 highest uh, bidders it's gonna for be that? it's gonna be
2: 12 and there will be a sign up form where you can bid so that's a top 12 um win
1: yeah, yeah it's it's gonna be similar to how they did it for the studio lunch um, exactly. last year
2: if you remember that and there will be some of us there we don't know who yet but there will be some of us
0: yeah Yeesh. no it'll be other pete and someone else or other people even potentially mm-hmm. uh, members of the team so that will get your pocketbooks out because you will be spending a, a lot of money to get in on that action uh then friday night um yeehaw bob over at uh, port orleans riverside and that will also be with the martins uh, maybe other people too i know kathy loves yeehaw bob
3: oh i do i do
0: but she won't be going. Um, that's 7.30. That's my at, bedtime. <laughs> but hey, then how have you seen him before?
3: I, I took a nap in the afternoon.
0: <laughs> <laughs> there you go. So uh, head to the River Roost Lounge at 7.30 and go watch yee Bob with the Martins. Uh, then on Saturday, even though the event typically technically is over um there will be the meet at ten thirty a.m outside of it's a small world um with john and kevin that coincides with gay days so um if you Take are it. still going to be around on saturday then don't don't forget about that event
1: well so. the, yeah because they'll have something
0: yes i know. Of giveaway yes. and
1: uh i might go to that as well well actually i'm gonna go to that as well
0: so. yes and as they've said the promise of getting to take a photo with john in a red shirt because yeah if you haven't ever paid attention to these shows or have never watched john only wears black all the time he's he's our uh he's our regular johnny cash i guess say. <laughs> so that is everything happening with the mega meet cory there's a, a special uh special band
2: there is Two, uh, magic, nine. your band. Uh, we, we created a uh, Diz uh, 20th uh, magic band skin and it's sold at magic, It's $7 and 100% of the, of the cost goes to give kids the world. So if you're coming to the event, um, you might want to get it now if you want it shipped to you, but we'll have a limited supply at the auction that you can um, just buy them there. I mean, we're not going to auction them off, but we'll have a limited supply where you can buy so, check it out. Or if you don't like that design, there are some other Diz designs.
0: There you go. Well, thank you. Um, okay, now we are officially over with Mega Meat information for this housekeeping. We're going to move on to this week's shows. And I'm going to start with Monday's uh, The Dreams Unlimited travel show. And this past week, you were able to watch an episode on Legoland Florida with Kathy Whirling, where she talks about taking her grandchildren there um, and playing with Lego bricks, not Legos. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and, <laughs> and then coming up next week there will be a question and answer on Walt Disney World vacation packages. So that'll be part two of their question and answer on that series. So you can find those episodes Monday at disunplugged.com and then or youtube.com slash travel on Mondays. Also, the Disneyland edition podcast is out, or you can listen live on Sunday nights at Mixler, and that's at 10 o'clock Eastern, 7 o'clock Disneyland time, I believe. And with this week's episode, Jim Corcus returns with more secret stories of Disneyland. So you can find that already. On Wednesday, uh, we have the best and worst of Walt Disney World. And in this episode, it will be Pete Warner and Steve Macaroni and Cheese Porter. And do you remember <laughs> what funny. you guys talked about? Uh, I believe it is is uh i don't remember it is the best and worst magic kingdom attractions where both of you are sacrilege and i don't know if i'm using this word right but you both hate on the swiss family treehouse which i really have Ooh, issues yeah. with i do of course, too. We, of
4: course that's one of the worst it's just a line to nothing it's, not, it's no a no attraction. there is no line
0: childhood. <laughs> <laughs> so you can find that on wednesday if you even care anymore I just ruined it all for you. On Thursday will be the universal edition of the Diz Unplugged. And on this episode, Rhino and I are going to talk about the next attraction that we are reviewing. Um, I'm going to keep it a secret for right now. But we'll just say that it was made even more popular by the hit movie Bring It On In It to Win It. So if you Mm -hmm. ever got that. Watch that, then you might know what we're talking about. Then on Friday is Dizpop. Rhino, what's happening on Dizpop?
1: We're talking about um, some of the uh, top uh, Pixar Easter eggs that you can spot in the films, the 17 Pixar films over the years. We're talking about the top five ones of those.
0: Awesome. Yes. Perfect. Well, that does it for the shows that we will have next week. Got to ask does anyone else have any housekeeping? nope no okay i do have one (laughs) darth doesn't he was pretty quiet what you think yeah Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) thank you darth um i i do have one uh one last thing to throw in housekeeping here so um uh, we received some very sad news uh, this this past week. Uh, for those of you who have been on podcast crews or other trips with the Diz, at some point in time you might have met uh, one of our listeners, Ann Nelson, um, and traveled a lot with her husband, uh, Alan. And we learned that she uh, lost her battle with cancer and passed away last week. So uh, if you, you ever had the chance to meet her on any of these trips, she i i didn't even know she was sick because she's just always so positive always smiling um it it just it took me by complete surprise finding out so i'm I'm sure many people uh that have traveled with us in the past have uh have crossed paths with her and know that it's a it's a really big loss so all i can say is that we'll uh we'll definitely we'll miss seeing her Thoughts and prayers for sure. Yeah, thoughts and prayers to all of her family and friends out there. So it's very, very sad news. So um, With that, we are going to throw it over to Mac and Cheese with the news.
4: Oh, geez. This is going to get interesting, so I apologize in advance if I totally butcher this because it's my first time doing the news. But with that said, the first story, a woman charged with stealing a stroller from Hollywood Studios. The story goes, the last person you'd expect to steal a stroller Uh, would be a mother uh, at Walt Disney World from another mother traveling with her child. But that's apparently what happened on April 15th. Spring Hill resident Michelle Craig has been charged with theft, and it appears that she had the intent of selling the stroller online. Lauren Clorazzo, I hope I'm pronouncing the name correctly, and her family were on a ride at Disney's Hollywood Studios when they returned to find their $1,800 Bugaboo stroller missing. The stroller also contained underneath it car keys, a wallet, and her niece's EpiPen. ABC Action News Skyped Clorenzo, who told them, I was there with no money, stranded. My husband had to fly over from Miami that same day to catch the first flight available to rescue me and my family. Uh, after after being victimized at Disney, Clorenzo said it was... The fact that she took away everything from me that day that I needed it the most that ruined everyone's day at Disney. A surveillance video links Michelle Craig to the crime using her young daughter as an accomplice. Then, arrest warrant was issued by the Orange County by Orange County for Michelle Craig, who turned herself in at Hernando County at the Hernando County Sheriff's Office on Wednesday. She will face grand theft charges. Thanks to the story gaining some popularity on social media lorazo i i'm sorry i definitely feel like i'm getting her name wrong (laughs) who Uh, cares let's call her
2: let's call her something else and change the rating for this show
4: (laughs) um we'll be able to uh, fortunately she'll be able to obtain the stroller because a woman contacted her from texas who purchased the stroller uh from michelle craig's facebook page so i mean happy ending i guess that she got her stroller back but you know sad that this happens at disney but also in my opinion Kind of a risky move to keep all your valuables out in the open when you 're walking away from yeah. them. I thought
3: s- that was a good idea to leave your hey let 's leave the wallet in the stroller
2: well, yeah. you know you know people like I, I said I say this all the time. I know from working at Blizzard Beach that you're at Disney, people think that you're in some sort of protective bubble that the amount of uh stuff people leave on their chairs while they go and do slides or whatever, or you leave in your stroller and go do rides, you think you're you're safe at Disney. And that's not the case. There are people that, that know this and they exploit it.
0: No, and it goes beyond that. People also, I don't know where it came from, but people also have this idea that every square inch of Disney property is being constantly under watch by security mm-hmm. guards with cameras. That is not accurate <laughs> at all. <No>. Um, <laughs> it's... It, yes there is heavy coverage all around the parks but it's just it's not like there's just eyes glued to it every single second
4: and with that said i remember being a cast member i did stroller parking as a cast member there were sometimes 40 to 50 i don't know a ton of strollers and i was not paying attention to Oh, you had the blue stroller, and you had the so I wouldn't have known. I don't blame if there was a stroller attendant there when that woman walked away. I don't blame that cast member. There's right. no way of knowing. I don't. You can't keep no. tabs on who strolls. Oh, so, and yeah. let's be real,
0: um, especially if it's a rented stroller. Those all look the same, but you know, it, there's a lot of strollers, and a lot of them do look very similar. And sometimes it is just a, a case of. Oops, we accidentally walked off with the wrong stroller. This this clearly wasn't one of those situations. Um, but it's m- mistakes do happen and for that reason you can't even think of it as in someone's out to steal my stuff. Just think if you have that standard rented standard rented Disney stroller and people don't look at that name and you're just well I left it there so that must be mine. Someone else could easily take your stuff mm-hmm. at any time. You don't know if you're going to get it back.
2: Yeah, we try to keep everything in a bag and we take that on on the attraction with us. But when it, talking about parking your stroller and y'all cast members, I think y'all do it to mess with us because nine times out of ten, my stroller is moved somewhere and like and we park two side by side, Ferris and Finley's, and. They're okay. Like, there's Hold one over there. There's one up. over here. I think, I think y'all watch us no. and just to mess yeah, with us. Yeah, right. Me and Ryan are but the I'm going to explain
1: it to you how it works because people with strollers can get pretty mean sometimes too. Is that so? At the backlot tour where we used to park them up front, or even lights, motors, action. It is impossible. People just want to throw their stroller and run into the attraction, and you're like. Okay, if everyone just puts it wherever they want to do, it's mass chaos. It's a parking lot on the 4th of July that you can't get out of later. So we try to keep order. However, with an attraction that is constantly rotating a line, when
2: people come and remove their stroller, we then take other strollers and move them oh, into Oh, I know. It's spaces. like it's stroller Tetris. Yeah, yeah exactly. for sure. I mean, and we actually park in the stroller parking areas,
4: but it's always like, all right, I'm parking it here. Let's just – Let's find it somewhere else later. I've seen people that get so mad that cast members do that that they actually lock their two strollers together,
1: and then security comes and we cut. They get cut apart. <laughs> so it's not. I, I'm not trying to be a
2: jerk. Like, it was a it movie, just, right? You know, like, dude, where's my stroller? Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I think it was, uh... Well,
0: this this whole story has inspired a new video game: Grand Theft Stroller. <laughs> so, oh, geez. <laughs> think of the things you can do when you steal a stroller. Interesting. Good. All right, so mac and cheese. Let's move move on, on to the on. next
4: one. Uh, father jailed after arrest at Disney or at Disney for child neglect. Thirty-five-year-old Brian Keith Olmstead, from Brunswick, Ohio, was arrested at Disney's Art of Animation Resort Monday night and remains in jail on a twenty-two uh, hundred dollar bond. News six reports that there are at least eleven complaints at the resort about Olmstead over the course of four hours. Guests stated that he obviously had too much to drink and was using racial slurs and was Great. pushing his child's stroller through the, crowd, the crowded resort. Authorities called, called, were called in to handle the situation. said was escorted back to his room only to return to the food court area where several people complained that he was threatening them with violence. said's wife... Uh, told the Orange County Sheriff's investigators that uh, they began their day at ESPN Wide World of Sports for a cheerleading competition. Uh, she stated that she left her him with her son at 3:30 p.m. and returned to the resort to uh, to allow the child to nap. Witnesses reported reportedly told the deputy that Olmsted had set poolside with his child. Uh, with a stroller next to him, and drank himself into a state of intoxication. When deputies arrived, they said they found Almost Son sitting in a dirty diaper for hours, and his legs and feet were burnt uh, badly from the sun. Uh, deputies remo- re- removed Almost from Walt Disney World property and put him su- inside an Orange County sheriff's patrol car. The deputy stated that Almost called him names repeatedly on the way to jail, and told the deputy that Donald Trump was going to kill him. <laughs> Uh, interesting. Uh, News 6 found out that this wasn't Olmsted's first br- first brush with law enforcement. According to the court records, Olmsted had been arrested for DUI, resisting arrest, disorderly conduct, all in Ohio. Reedy Creek Paramedics told deputies that his son suffered first-degree burns, which they believe could turn into second-degree burns because they were turning purple. So, this is a very... You know, the guy sounds like a goofball, but I feel horrible for his i don't
0: know if goofball is the right word
2: (laughs) i know we we need to change the rating for the show for sure (laughs) because there's a
0: lot yeah we'll we'll get nc17 onto this because goofball is just too (laughs) over the line
4: (laughs) there could be a lot
0: worse words that we could use to describe this guy but i don't know what
4: i don't know what we're allowed to say (laughs) uh but it's so sad for his son that you know
0: no it's completely it's it's just terribly sad and tragic to hear that this happened. Um, clearly, this man had a past with mm-hmm. drinking and um, not making great ideas, I guess, and following through on those ideas. Uh, the one thing I'm kind of wondering in this this whole story, not that this would have had any effect. But why he chose say, that bar in particular? Not not why he chose that bar in particular, that is a good question, though. At Art of Animation, um, you know, there's there's a lot better places to to definitely have a drink at Disney. But the the question is, what were the servers and bartenders doing? Yeah, that they they didn't realize that this man was intoxicated and stopped serving him. Um, was you know, again, I don't think that that would have had any effect on the outcome of the story. It might have might have a little bit. Um, it might have stopped him from being as neglectful as he was but uh the second you start noticing any signs stop serving stop stop giving them anything uh that's that's part of their job
3: Um, wouldn't that even be a company policy i mean most bars when they see you're intoxicated they shut you off so why didn't
0: that's not a, that's not a, a Walt Disney World company policy. That's a policy for any restaurant, any place that serves in general. It's because if something happens, they can also be held liable for it. And obviously so. he wasn't
2: playing it off well. I mean what he was doing in the, the food court and stuff like that. I mean it's it, it's
4: crazy. My only thought is unless unless he had like beer in his room that he yeah. brought down. That, I mean that's the only thing I can think.
3: I want to know it looks like they took the picture out in front of the resort. Like, did they stop and say, "Hey, let's take your mug shot here"?
0: Well, I would actually say that this was his mug shot at the police station, and because the mug shot happened on a blue background, uh, Click Orlando decided to get uh, fancy. yeah, okay. his, his arm terribly okay. green screen okay. <laughs> back out of it. Um, he um, actually had a he had, he actually yeah, actually like long hair. They uh, just just did <laughs> a, a quick mask around his head. That's what I would agree with. That, but no, I just it, the dirty diaper, the the sunburn, just all of that. It's. It's terrible, it, and the fact that it got to 11 complaints for resort management to also, over the course of four yeah, hours, yeah. it took that long for resort management to do something about it, too. Again, the blame goes all on him, but I feel like there was a little bit more that
4: There were some Disney, bystanders here that kind of let it go on longer than it really should have.
0: Was the wife still at the cheerleading
4: thing or I don't know. i don't think it said it, it didn't Kingdom say looking for specifically strollers? but it sounded like she was still she wasn't would, there
0: yeah i, I would say based on the story she was probably still over at espn wide world of sports with this story and the story and the news story before i really
2: hope these people get banned from disney i mean i i, I assume disney yeah. has to
0: you know look at this and say do we want this person back on our property
4: yeah yeah i mean
0: i no, hope so too. there's absolutely no reason why this guy should be allowed on property um, if anything, him and his wife should probably start thinking long and hard about whether or not they should still be together um, yeah. <laughs> based on the behavior that's happening. There, There's a lot of things on there. But, yeah, any anyone who's doing these things should not be allowed back on Disney property. Universal and SeaWorld should take note of these names, too, and if they see mm-hmm. them coming their mm-hmm. way. Make sure to make sure to uh, do something about it be, beforehand because this type of behavior is just it's it's outrageous. It's not
4: it not. It's more than not acceptable on Disney property. It's not acceptable anywhere. Yeah, right. And so, yeah, you're right. SeaWorld Universal should all take note. Well, yeah. That's but, the
1: thing. Remember, terrible people can come to Disney, too. I saw a guy throw his kid across the misery once and, you know, I had to call security and they didn't see it. So all they can do is follow the guy to see if it happens again. So if you see something, you know, say something to yeah. a cast member. And it you might be saving somebody's life, you know? You don't know. Exactly. It's so, sad
3: for the little kid because he's counting on his parents to take care of him. And what did his dad do?
0: Yeah, right. Because
1: yeah. the, the kids don't know, you know?
0: And it's just when you put it into a full perspective, as Corey said, banning these people, you have to remember there's a person out there who's no longer allowed to come to Disney for making a joke about a meth lab at a Disney hotel. Oh, yeah. But yet, we don't even know if this person's banned right now. So, just... You brought tea. a baby to a
2: bar? <laughs> what, where, where
0: <laughs>
1: that from? Oh, gosh. I, I know it, and it's going to bug me. I'll, I'll let it bug you the whole show.
2: Okay. Keep going. <laughs>
4: All, All right. On, and to mac the, and cheese. on to the third news story. Hackers seeking payment from Disney. This is a really interesting story. It's kind of bizarre. But according to Deadline, hackers claim they've stolen footage from Disney's upcoming upcoming film, Pirates of the Caribbean, Dead Men Tell No Tales. The film, which will be released in theaters on May 26, 2017, is now essentially being held for ransom. The hackers are demanding that the studio pay them an astronomical amount of money, which hasn't been disclosed how much it is, through an online cr- cryptocurrency called Bitcoin uh ceo bob Iger didn't originally confirm, or he originally confirmed that it was hacked but he wouldn't disclose which film was stolen and then deadline.com actually went through and found out that it was in fact pirates of the caribbean currently walt disney studios and the fbi are working to catch the hackers and the studios claim that they will not pay up um so they're saying that the hackers are not getting this money so this film might get released and disney will just say well that's stinks but uh in response the hackers have threatened to release the film bit by bit um and this is big business because the franchise has made 3.72 billion dollars in total so
0: kind of crazy yeah no it's insane um I mean, first and foremost, we have to say that there's nothing wrong with Bitcoin. Bitcoin is no, awesome. I love Bitcoin. So uh, don't <laughs> don't look at Bitcoin as a bad thing just because a bunch of hackers online are using it to try to better themselves. But uh, you know this this isn't not like this isn't unprecedented. This isn't the first time this has happened. Um, they just had the issue with uh, Netflix and Orange is the New Black. Well, It's the same hackers, right? Is that what they said? I think it, it's either the same or it's they believe it's the same. Okay, um, uh, it happened to another big movie, Logan. Co- when
1: when Logan, the X Men movie came, I mean, you know, yeah. and the movie wasn't great, so it hurt that movie's sales pretty pretty big. So the studio went after those people.
0: Yeah, so it's this thing has happened before in the past um, with Disney. I wouldn't necessarily worry about it if. It was to be released I meant X-Men, online. Not yeah, I know. Sorry. I know. Okay, um, I, I know it's. It seems like it's a big thing, and there's a lot of people who do pirate movies out there, but in the long run. With something like Pirates of the Caribbean, people have been seeing those movies in theaters since the very first one came out. Um, They're not going to trade the experience of watching it at home on their computer for free. In 20-minute snippets. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) And, you know, probably... It's probably not a a perfect cut of the movie too. It probably doesn't have full effects, all that stuff in there. It's still green screens, um, you know. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's, like, it's, can't that's, wait to see what's behind that. That's what happens when this stuff is stolen. It's usually not. That's
1: what happened with Wolverine or the first Wolverine is they released it and it didn't. The soundtrack wasn't finished, and then the the like filters hadn't been put in yet, and all this crazy stuff. So you're not watching the actual movie, you know, as it should be seen. You're yeah. watching a rough, rough cut of it, you know. Yeah. Yeah, And sadly,
0: (laughs) what's probably going to happen is eventually they will catch the hackers who are behind it and the hackers won't actually be punished. Instead, the FBI will just work alongside them to say, oh, well, how did you how were you able to manage to break in and get it? It happened. Look at catch me if you can. That's what the FBI does. I was thinking about Transformers. It's cool.
2: And the thing with Bitcoin, you can't <laughs> trace it. So, what did these, you know, what happened before? Like leave a duffel bag of, you know,
0: unmarked bills and <laughs> a parking uh, garage. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think it happened that much before. Um, uh, I don't But we could go watch Ransom to find out. Yeah. I,
4: I think it's interesting that they've basically said, we're not paying no matter what. And that's smart because if they did, if they just said, okay, well, we'll pay you. Then they that, wouldn't. Well then they win and it like basically incentivizes other hackers yep. to say, Hey, look at this, this is big business that so we can just steal these films and look what look what we can get from it. So And it's up to you, the people, to not, you know, give into it
1: if it does get released. I mean, some of you aren't gonna see the movie and you're gonna go and watch this illegal release of this movie, whatever. But you know what? If you wanna see this movie, you you don't get an experience like a movie theater except for in a movie theater. Yeah.
0: And I'm going to start spreading the rumor that this cut that they took doesn't include Paul McCartney's cameo in it. So if you want to see Paul McCartney, you have to see it in theaters. If it was released, I wouldn't watch it.
2: Um, Game of Thrones, on the other hand, I might have to watch
0: it. (laughs) I think it happened with Game of Thrones, too, before. But, okay, Chicken Nugs, let's move on.
4: Chicken Nugs, Steve Porter. All right. Fall 2018, Cruise Line Destinations were released. So, Disney Cruise Line announced that their new itineraries for the fall of 2018. Uh, for the first time ever, Disney Cruise Line will be sailing to Bermuda and Quebec City, Canada. Additional, uh, there will have three cruises to New York, uh, which will sail uh, directly to the Bahamas, uh, where uh, Castaway Key Cay- is located. Um, So the new sailings include New York to Bermuda, which set sail October 2018. And like I said, that's the first time they're going there. Uh, New York to Quebec City, which set sail September 2018, also a first sailing there. Um, And then here's some of the ones that they're returning to. New York to Walt Disney World, so uh, Port Canaveral and Castaway Key, which set sail fall of 2018. They haven't said the specific uh, date in the fall yet for that. Um, And then San Diego, California, to Baja and the Mexican Rivera. Am I pronouncing that correctly? Yes. Uh, Which set sail October 2018. Um, And then Galveston, Texas, to the Caribbean and uh, the Bahamas, which set sail November and December of 2018. And then Miami, Florida, to the Western Caribbean and the Bahamas, which set sail December 2018. And finally, Port Canaveral, to Caribbean islands in the Bahamas, which they haven't specified the islands and the specific dates yet. It just says late 2018, so that's kind of a to-be-decided um, type of thing right now, but pretty cool. I think the two new locations sound exciting.
0: I would love to go to Quebec. I've never been there. I've been to a couple Canadian cities, but that's never been one. So.
3: And I they like did it business. a little different this time. That um, for Castaway Club members always got to book ahead of time, but they broke it down by levels. So today was gold, Castaway Club members could book. Tomorrow is silver. Thursday, the general public can book. So if you want to cruise, mm-hmm. get your request in now.
0: Yeah. And Kathy, where do you know any travel agents?
3: Huh. Hmm. <laughs> you could contact me or Teresa at dreamsunlimitedtravel.com.
0: Well, see, that's nice. I would never give Teresa's she, name out there. Wow. <laughs> that, Teresa. Listen, she I called her, and she didn't want to show up for this show, so we had to call in Darth instead, and he's just mm. been quiet in the corner this entire time. So, well, thank you so much, Steve. <laughs> so, you did a great job reading the news.
4: Sorry, I stuttered through no, that, but I made it work.
0: You did perfect. Did I'm uh, I'm very proud of you. So, that because mac and cheese is here he's not out in the parks today so we don't have anyone uh covering us on location currently right now so we will just have to move straight into rapid fire and because i thought i was going to have a rapid fire today i still have one and we'll start with me And mine is you can now uh, update your my Disney experience, which opens up the uh, order food and pay from your phone uh, update. Um, so, of course, uh, before a couple weeks ago, I think we said that uh, with Satuli Canteen, that was going to be one of the new restaurants where you can order from your phone and. Uh, then show up and pick it right up um well now now the update is out where you can actually do that um couple other little minor things happened with this update Wait did um, um did you say where you could do it? uh right now, I know Satuli canteen, and what was the other one they didn't is the first, yeah, yeah, and I thought they announced one other one that they were gonna open up and start doing it at but. So, you can update it, but essentially, unless you're going to the preview, you can't actually do it I yet. I don't even think it's open yet for the preview. I think it will. They're it's just in there. Get it, get out, it the out there case. so yeah. that way when okay. it rolls around to May 27th and people go in, just they ready can to go ahead of time. Start using it. The line's all there. We saw the line. Yeah. It's marked clearly so um another cool thing about the update is now you can turn on a push notification for your photo pass photos oh so that's cool that way you'll know when they start coming in because that's helpful it really I, is i hate having to constantly like scroll yep. and refresh waiting to see if my photos pop in yeah making sure you're constantly can... asking
2: me can you check check because i want sure. to post it to facebook
0: <laughs> you just have to wait you have to wait Uh, and then they also have i'm not sure if it was this one or another one but they also now have the function where you can see um, details with your hotel from your reservation so you can see what type of room you'll be in the location of it in the hotel so uh, it's another step up for my disney experience so i will have to download that as soon as we're done with the show
4: it's good to see that they're constantly trying to improve it and make it better because there was a lot of complaints obviously when it first came out so i still hate it so well yeah and (laughs) it's gonna probably be an adjustment and hopefully they'll just continue to make you know improvements like this until they find a product that everyone kind of can say okay it's it's getting better
0: yeah it's getting better all the time so thank you craig we're gonna move on to steve (laughs) all
4: right uh disney annual pass holders were given a, a bag check line at the pandora preview so They, you know, just the way that the bag checks work uh, at Disney's Animal Kingdom, they had a specific line just for annual pass holders, um, which is pretty cool, and it made the line flow a little bit better. I think because of the preview had so many, obviously, annual pass holders there, that's why they did this to kind of expedite the line for those people, but it got me thinking... That it would be kind of cool, I know they have the gate annual Passholder ticket spots that they have now. I think that this would be really nice to have at all the parks to have.
3: Oh, that would be great yeah, oh, yeah it'd
4: be great to have this and i don't I don't see why Disney wouldn't go this route because it's just a free thing yeah. that annual passholders will really benefit by, by. Mm-hmm. it's really not going to cost them too much money. To have a specific Nobody's going to check there, And we're pass. professionals. We well, know exactly
2: what pockets to open beforehand.
4: Right. You know? I, I come with my bags unzipped, <laughs> ready to
0: go. But uh, I'm going to go with what Rhino just said. Half of the time I go to use the annual pass holder lines, yeah. it is people who are clearly not annual well, right. pass holders. And no one is doing anything to stop it. Nope. And it's causing that line to back up. And then you can just go to all the other lines yep. that usually have no one there because everyone's using those lines.
4: Right. Well, that's the shame because they used to have a cast member. They used to be kind of guarded off and they had a cast member kind of at the front of that line that you'd have to flash them the uh, annual pass to get into that little queue.
3: Epcot had um, cast members with scanners and they would just, you know, scan your magic band.
4: Yeah. And, And I don't understand why they haven't kind of kept up that at all the parks because it is a good benefit yeah. for annual pass holders and it makes us feel appreciated. So, hopefully, yeah. Disney will return to making that a thing. And then, hopefully, they'll make the bag check a thing at all the locations. So, yeah. Well, thank you, Steve. Kathy?
3: Okay. Walt Disney World uh, starting tomorrow. Tomorrow's the 17th, right?
2: Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay.
3: Starting tomorrow, they're going to have a new dessert come to the table service dining locations. You can now get a new Mickey Mouse celebration cake. And it's only at the Disney owned and operated sit down restaurants. They're shaped like a Mickey head. And they're available in chocolate or white chocolate and can be customized with the messages happy birthday or congratulations. And they put this up on the ears there. The ears can also be left blank. The cake serves four to six guests at a cost of $35 plus tax and tip.
1: Oh, that's a full-size cake. Yeah, yeah, I thought it was a little. Yeah, I thought it was one of the little, little tiny sweet, desserts. Yeah,
0: yeah. a lot of chocolate.
3: <laughs> yes. I don't think you're going to get much for four to six people, but still, prepayment isn't required. But reservations for the cake should be added to your existing dining reservation in advance, as day-of quantities are
0: limited. So.
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> she is so serious. So <laughs>
3: well,
0: yes. Whose it's, birthday's next? I'm not until January. I'm March. September.
3: Well, we could get a cake that said congratulations and we could all.
0: Oh, Steve's getting uh, married. Yeah, pretty pretty nice. about There oh. you go. There we go. <laughs> we know where we're going tomorrow. $35 a little, Steve. You're absolutely <laughs> right. Sorry, Steve. <laughs> Corey. All right. As of
2: yesterday, uh, May 15th, Disney's Yacht Club Resort opened the market at Alan Compass. This location provides on the go food. And in beverages, including salads, sandwiches, healthy snacks, breakfast pastries, coffee, and more. Mm-hmm. The new quick service location operates daily and is open from six a.m. to eleven thirty p.m. So, if you're staying there, yeah. there you go. No,
0: that's a that's a good thing. The definitely a Yacht and Beach. There was always only the one quick service shared between the two. So, having more. Yeah, I was
1: going to yeah, say more more quick service options around the boardwalk is never really a bad bad yeah. idea.
0: I agree with that. So, thank you, Corey. Rhino.
1: Okay, mine is also about food, and that is that Disney Parks is introducing some new sweet treats this month um so there is uh a if you're going to hollywood studios you can find a new chocolate cupcake with cookies and cream buttercream and topped with the fan favorite guardians of the galaxy character Groot. so he's uh, printed on a little white chocolate thing that they do yeah i saw him the day we were there getting our cups yes yeah i'd rather the cup than this cupcake to be honest because the cup's fun and it dances but um but you can also uh, so you can find that in a bunch of different locations there um it's not limited to one place and then there's also some new disney princess inspired cupcakes that will be available throughout the magic kingdom um you'll find the life with the bubbles cupcake topped with a f- uh, fish at P- prince eric's uh village market i'm assuming candy fish um Friar's nook is the home of the vanilla cupcake topped with pink buttercream and a crown and finally the decadent chocolate cupcake topped with yellow buttercream and lovely red rose inspired by bells dress can be found at gaston's tavern so that's a pretty standard issue but um Gaston's Tavern, I believe, also has added um, these macarons, the trio. Um, you can choose from pistachio, raspberry and lemon, or chocolate, vanilla, and coffee. So that's that's fun. And then um, uh, over at Animal Kingdom, there's this brand new bourbon chocolate milkshake garnished with candy bacon. Sounds like something that Craig... Should go try it for us
0: in the summer months. Absolutely, nothing yeah. like a hot, thick milkshake with bourbon and bacon. <laughs> yeah, nothing to slow that heart down. Um, there's also an under twenty one
1: version of this as well, so not just for the uh, the booze hounds out there, but. Um, Also, there's going to be some uh, new stuff at Amarette's Patisserie, as always. Uh, Geyser Point Bar and Grill um, will offer a Northwest Berry Whip from their walk-up quick service window. And then at Disneyland Resort, you're going to get a Peanut Butter Cup Gourmet Apple at Trolley Treats Candy Palace um, and some other places there. So Mm. good-looking stuff. Um, Fun that they're always rotating that stuff out, you know. It sounds pretty sweet. (laughs)
0: Uh, jokes yes he tried to hold a smile (laughs) i'm I'm,
1: I'm, I'm not gonna laugh
0: (laughs) (laughs) no it's all good so thank you so much for that rhino so now we are through um housekeeping news rapid fire so now we're getting to the part of the show that everyone i think is here for slash cares about and that is our thoughts on both pandora and happily ever after so i think we're gonna start it though We'll save Happily Ever After for second. And I mainly, Corey and I already talked at length about Pandora, so I don't want to bore you guys with our opinions again. Um, Please don't. Even, well, (laughs) listen, I could talk about how pissed off I was about Flight of Passage. Well, Uh, we'll we'll bring that up. I, I could talk about that, but I'm not going to. I want to hear from Steve, Kathy, and Rhino. You finally got to go into Pandora, the world of Avatar. What did you think about it?
4: I can start off. I would okay. say uh, overall, the land is so like immersive and way more detailed than even Corey. Would. Like I, it was even more detailed than I can imagine after you described it. Um, so that the effort that they put into this, you know, there's no denying that it was worth the wait. I think for that, um, hmm. the attraction, the the River Journey, I really liked, but it seems short to me. That was only my complaint with that ride. four and a half minutes long. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe I was just enjoying it. And I I think that it would have been nice if there was like a Pirates of the Caribbean waterfall in there somewhere.
0: See, I don't know if it... The first time I rode it, when Corey and I were on it, I thought... I never thought it was short at all. It felt like a good ride, but then when we went on it for the preview, I, I felt the exact same way. Like, I was so excited to ride it with Kylie, and I'm pointing out the stuff that I love in there, and then it's... Like oh well, there's the shaman and now it's over and it just it did feel like maybe it felt maybe it
2: felt longer when we were there because we were viewing it from our cameras that's that's you know we were trying to so maybe 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 it it felt long you know holding it up so I I still haven't experienced it just by
4: looking at it I think it's a good complaint to have though because it means that I was enjoying it enough to say I wish there was more of it
3: but there is so much detail. In that ride, you could ride it 50 times and and see something different every time you rode it. So I thought it was a nice length. It's just there was so much to look at. It's like I can't wait to come back and do it again.
0: Yeah, Kathy, how long did you have to wait when you rode uh, the River Journey?
3: Walked right in.
0: Oh, you walked right in. See, we waited, what, probably about 20 minutes? Mm, Something like that. 15, 20? Yeah, I'd say 20. And I, I felt like it was very, very worth it. For that amount mm-hmm. of time. I, w- I would say I'd probably wait up to... Well, while the hype is big right now for Pandora, if you don't get a fast pass, I'd probably wait up to about maybe 40 minutes for yeah. it. Um, mm. You know, not for the first time, after it opens back up and I want to get in, didn't yeah. plan on that. I would say that would be my, my point of, okay, it, it might not be worth it after that, but... That that's just my thoughts on it. I think it's absolutely beautiful. That shaman is just yeah. singing in my head every and second. And
3: the little creatures that were running around up,
0: bouncing on the, like the, the the giant leaves. The leaves. Yeah, fly. there was
3: like different creatures, and it's like, yeah. wow, how did they do that? That that was pretty cool.
0: Rhino loves Rhino. that water.
1: <laughs> I love the water. Yeah. Um. Okay. So i think it's all right uh i i don't i wouldn't i would never say something negative about it but i i got to the end and i was like i think people are gonna get off this ride and be like why did i just do this um and i i mean that for like if you're a theme park enthusiast if you're people in this room you love it you love you look for this attention to detail you think it looks cool but to me there nothing happens you're just moving through a fake environment this alien environment it don't get me wrong. It does look beautiful. There's 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 no argument there whatsoever. Um, it is incredibly detailed, uh, and the I do agree the animatronic looks incredible. But I also, I, if I was just an average person that came in here, and you know, just somebody who's who's at this theme park, and I'm just a regular Disney guest going in here. I don't know that this is going to do anything for me emotionally. But is that any
3: different than going on Pirates?
1: It is because for me, nothing happens on this ride. But Pirates is like a story that's being told, and that's kind of the idea, though. I guess is that you're you're going through the river and exploring the territory and doing stuff like that.
0: But I I I don't I don't know. I just it. I think it it does. I think I argued with you that night about the story. It's. When you start the ride, although it is in that bioluminescent setting, Mm -hmm. it's the shaman that's kind of orchestrating and bringing it all to life. And so that's why as you move along, the creatures are more active and... The plants get brighter and there's more energy and that builds up to where the shaman is. And it's it's I'm you know, that might not be a strict story, but there clearly is a story being told as you move along.
1: But I'm just speaking from like I haven't seen the movie and I'm at a theme park and I, I don't know. You know, and I don't know that I understood that myself personally about that story, but it's something I'm gonna watch for the next time I go on it. I do agree about waiting. I would never wait more than like that 25 to f- i think 40 minutes is probably like where I'd wait. Yeah.
0: Like with with someone that hadn't done it before yeah, and absolutely. they're very excited. Yeah. 40s 40s fair. If I went back, yeah, I'd want to wait 24. I okay. feel like that's what yeah, yeah, yeah,
3: yeah. And now since I haven't seen the movie.
0: Yeah, what do you think? Yeah.
3: Um is it worth now watching the movie? Oh, is yeah, it gonna, sure. is it is it gonna I mean, well, I liked looking at the stuff from a horticultural yeah. Setting, but it's like I know there's there's something going on here. So, would watching the movie? I, th- make well, a I mean, <laughs> th-
2: doesn't it make you want to watch the movie a little bit? Do you feel like you need to now? A little bit? Yeah,
3: I do. I do. And I said, you know, whoever the the dude is that floats in the the tube. Yeah. And that- I said that to some lady, and she goes, <gasps> "The tube." You haven't seen the movie, and I'm like, okay, maybe I need to see the movie.
1: I don't think you have to, but I do think it it'll be interesting from an aspect where now you've explored the land that the movie takes place in. So you'll see some of those creatures from the river journey that are, by the way, that are projected on screens. So when people give universal stuff about screens, I'm just going to throw that out there. They're using screening technology in a great way, but there were screen creatures. There were no fake creatures. It was all projected except for that, except for the, uh, the shaman fella. Um, But uh, I think it would be cool to hear what you have to say think about because now you're going to watch a movie and be like i was just there i was in there you know
0: okay. yeah uh, i think it's in terms of the the bioluminescence and stuff in the river journey i felt like that that had you know in the movie that was kind of represented in some of the bioluminescence scenes and where you truly learn that everything on that planet is alive mm-hmm. and you know, has that spirit to it. Um, so I think it would help for that. But okay. um, it's as for the avatar that's floating in the water, I mean, that's, I guess, is is there any part of the story leading up to it that for anyone who really was just like completely clueless walking in, that that is what an avatar is? In the movie? No, like uh, oh, walking in, in, in the, the ra- land.
1: and Well, we don't know because we... We didn't experience that attraction.
0: We they, didn't experience the attraction. We saw everything up to where you actually start watching the pre-ride videos. Okay, and stuff.
1: I think I thought there was something. Either they told us out front, or somewhere along the way, somebody said out loud because I heard them explaining that the whole I- the idea. I mean, it could have been you, I guess, but it was the that you're going to sync with your avatar or yeah, something and, like and, well, that. There's,
0: right? right when you're looking at it, there are videos, so that's why you see like the little. You see like little boy's face and then a girl's face. So Kathy, for that, the the floating avatar in the tube, that is an avatar. So okay. flight of passage, the whole point of the ride is that you are going you are assigned an avatar and then one of those creatures, you're assigned them, and then you get on your you get on your link cycle and and that will allow your avatar to then link with the flying banshees.
3: Okay. Because some of, um, like, I walked the standby line because yeah. my fast pass wasn't for a while. And I thought, well, I might as well walk the line because this is the only time I'm going to get to see it without people in it. Yeah. And walked through and looked at the stuff and I was impressed with the details. I didn't really know what it was I was looking yeah. at. Mm-hmm. But then when we got up to the room um, where we were supposed to then go in and um, our room wasn't working, and they had to reset it yeah. several times. And it's like I got part of it, but it's like I need to go back again to understand what it is they're trying to do with, you know. So you, so and the-
0: you had a fast pass, and you got to experience the attraction. Yes. What do you think? Was it too much for Kathy Worling?
3: Um, there was some pretty intense moments there. I just knew that when the the cycle like tip forward, it's like, okay, I'm going to close my eyes now. <laughs> and like, once we got down to like, it was that like dive that it takes going yeah. through the different areas. It's like, I didn't like that, but then I'd open my eyes. And again, the detail and, you know, everything that goes on. And I was really worried if I was even going to fit how, how that whole, cause everybody makes such a big production about how you get on this. Cycle. It's very
2: different from any other Disney attraction. It
3: is, but I'm there like, well, you know, I wear tight jeans. Am I going to be able to – and then it's like, no, you just sort of, you know, spread your legs like you're going to ride a horse or something and just sort of walk it forward. So there was one person in our group that couldn't ride Mm -hmm. because his calves were too big. Yeah. But um, I thought it was pretty neat.
2: Now, did they have – I haven't been there since the sneak peek, but do they have the vehicle outside where people can – test it yet no that mm-hmm. was still not outside
1: because hmm. i haven't i haven't seen it yet because the, what craig was complaining about is we got in and they were passing out sheets of paper and essentially they the attraction was down and so no, it, we we it, were not gonna we're not gonna be able to the, experience it
0: the attraction wasn't down what happened was they uh, oh. had issues in the morning they gave out the fast passes to the morning people who were in like the 12 to 2 and and So by the time it got to like our group, they realized, okay, well, these there are people still here from that 12 to 2 period that they're still riding this attraction. So we can't we can't realistically give these people a fast pass to get on this ride and actually get to experience it. So instead what they did was they gave us this little sheet where we could redeem the bottom for an ice cream or a non-alcoholic beverage, and then we can come back Oh, it wasn't an ice cream. July 5th through. It's an ice cream treat. It was a fruit bar. Ice cream treat. Oh, wow. Okay. I don't think they have ice cream in in Pandora. (laughs) I'm saying. Um, And so, yeah. Come back after July 5th, but then before November 22nd. So, I'm guessing Thanksgiving is the 23rd this year. So, come (laughs) back any point at that, and you can get a fast pass for that. And you know what? The gesture is nice. But in my opinion, why... If you can't make sure that everyone from that preview, I know it's a technical rehearsal. Right. Everything might not work. But if you can't give everyone the same opportunity, we're all annual pass holders. If I would have known that the way for me to get back on Flight of Passage was to go from 12 to 2 instead of 6 to 8, I would have booked the 12 to 2. Right. Exactly. Why not make it fair? If not, if everyone can't get on then don't don't let anyone on right. Make it that way they that, should that's they my sh- only problem they should
1: have offered the recovery should have been different it should have been like you can have the option to come in now experience the land and take the fast pass or we can sign you up for a different
0: yeah a sign preview you up because for another preview yeah even if it would have been come back it opens on may 27th if it said you know come back for a fast pass may 27th <laughs> or after absolutely it's the fact that it's like okay well once we open up, we don't want you until after July 4th because we're going to be very busy from yeah. that time. So just, just hang tight on that. Did you? That's when what annoyed you me.
3: Did the preview. How, if you're in a uh, wheelchair, how do you get up there?
2: There were, there were, yeah, mm-hmm. uh, we, we went upstairs. We actually had to walk upstairs, but yeah. I think there was a level that was, um, that was wheelchair accessible. Yeah. Okay. Because yeah, like, it
3: was like walk up the mountain. You know, yeah. and the standby line was, you know, and then um, we waited, I waited like 45 minutes, even with a fast pass. And when, you know, like they split you up into groups and she goes, tell that cast member over there, you're one. So I go walk it over and she goes, you're limping. Are you having problems? I'm like, no, I just stood here for 45 minutes. You know, my back and yeah. my legs are sore. She goes, well, can you climb steps? And I went, sure, I can climb steps. And then you went up. Like two flights of stairs to where our room was, but right. There,
2: there were rooms under under
0: that, okay. that. You wouldn't have to climb steps. Yeah.
3: But is there an easier way? Because I can't picture pushing a wheelchair up that.
0: Well, the one thing I know, they have the ramps that go up to the the ramps that go up to the left, and then there's ramps that go down to the right. So I'm okay. not sure if that's to another theater. Um, and the times that have been in there now, I've never gone down that way. Okay. So I've only gone up or out the exit. So I, I'm not a hundred percent sure on that.
3: But I thought you know, I was um, you know, I'm fairly experienced at going to a theme park and walking a lot, but just the going up the mountain part or hill or whatever that that it yeah. is, I woke up this morning like my hips were sore from the walking up and yeah. it's like I do this more often than a lot of people. So how is it going to be for a lot of people?
0: Your hips don't lie. Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I had to say it. (laughs) So thoughts on food and drink from y'all?
1: I do agree with you that I got the pod. It tastes exactly the same. Oh, man. I was going to bring that flute today because I got the, the souvenir cup. The flute doesn't have holes in the bottom of it. So they say you can play it, but it's like a jug. It's not like a... It's not an actual flute you can play. So. You can't.
2: That's what they said. You could take it off and – Yeah,
1: they said you know. that and I got it because they said that and then they handed it to me and I'm blown on it. I'm like, what is wrong with this? And I saw the whole bottom of it sealed. So it's all – it's like they didn't <laughs> want it to actually work. So I don't know what that's about. I was kind of annoyed because you, know, you paid that money to get the thing and then it doesn't actually do what it says. So I thought you were correct. The cheeseburger pods taste exactly like –
0: a mcdonald's cheeseburger yes
1: and i i and I, I tried delicious. those yeah i tried those specifically because I, I you know i got i saved the other half for eli who couldn't come in and then because i knew he'd want to try that so um i don't know it was good the pot was good i look forward to trying the bowl everybody else got the bowl do you like the green beer i loved the green beer and um, they do larger pours in there for what I feel like at a regular place you're getting regular 16 ounce
0: beer for the same price. So it's like really big. The green beer was cool. Um, yeah, it was 22 ounces for nine dollars and fifty cents. There was a snack too. Oh, the, um, the I can't remember pineapple
4: cream cheese uh, rolls. I forget what it yeah. was named.
0: Yeah, they were essentially um, deep fried pineapple cream cheese. They were almost like a toaster strudel, and. They were out of this world. Yeah,
4: yeah I think they were because oh, they were on Pandora. Uh, you got gosh. it, bro. Yeah, they were
0: 459. Yeah. And they were good. Kathy, oh. did you eat food?
3: No, I ran out of time.
0: Did you leave at the right time for your preview? Yes, I yeah. did. Very responsible, Kathy. How'd
1: they keep track of that? They
0: don't. They don't. I feel like they, don't. they didn't. How yeah. was the crowd?
1: It, ours was pretty Hunter. light. I didn't think it was It that also bad. rained. Yeah, so oh. We had
0: the one night it rains It hasn't in rained Florida. in a month, <laughs> yeah. and it rains the day yeah. y'all were there. So.
1: I'm, I'm going to skip my overall thought here really quick. Um, I don't think that you guys undersold how much the uh, attention to detail is. Like, they, they're not kidding. You know, everywhere you look around, you can see, I, I mean— it's some there are moments where you're like, I'm not sure if it's fake or if it's real. the plants and stuff that are everywhere it's 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 honestly everywhere you look and everywhere you touch is gonna have that like somebody went through here and looked at every little piece and was like, this has got to be authentic to this story that we're telling. And that's Mm -hmm. great. I thought that was really cool. We kind of got to see a little bit of the glowing uh, streets at night as we were leaving, Um, but none of the plants or anything were lit up yet. Um, And I, it is the first like fully immersive Disney environment where you walk in similar to Diagon Alley, you look around, you can't see anything other than, you know, what is really pretty floating mountains. I, I'm gonna say though, like, I I think it's good. I'm not as blown away as you are yet. I haven't. Mm -hmm. I don't. I don't feel that reaction that you had that first time. And you even made that comment to me though, where you were like, "I wish you could feel what it felt like that first day," because you felt like we weren't getting that. And I don't know if there was something just. It's well, part of
0: it was. I mean, Corey and I had about the best experience you could. We walked in to a wide-open Pandora on a day that it was blue skies and sunshine and, like as if it was yeah. the only day that they were ever going to let people in there yeah, it was and picture perfect we walked in on a night that was raining and disgusting but i thought the rain added to it because the waterfall and stuff anyway so yeah. I, is it a waterfall or is it rain?
4: it's interesting to rain see away. the one kid that was under the waterfall or under the floating mountains catching the runoff from the floating mountains <laughs> from the rain in his mouth and we're like oh gosh oh no yeah that happened but anyway, so, that that's all I wanted to say. You know, yeah. I I just I I feel like it
1: I, I won't say anything bad about it, but I'm also not like in that same category as you guys are with okay. it, but
4: I was impressed. I think overall they did a really good job. I think obviously the budget went there's a lot of the budget that went to those floating mountains, um which it wouldn't be Pandora without those floating mountains, so there's nothing against that. Um, I wish it was a little bit bigger. I wish the rides were – well, we didn't, I didn't get to go on Flight of Passage, but I wish the river journey was a little bit longer, like I said. But overall, I think it was really well done. I think you know Joe Rody knocked it out of the park with the design of everything. So overall, I think it's amazing, and I think it's something people are going to be more excited about than they think they are.
2: We're bringing the kids uh, for the preview this coming Saturday, so I'm curious to see what they think. They've they never react. seen the movie, and I don't think they would care about the movie, but – I'm curious to see what you know, you're and gonna, Julie and what she thinks. You're gonna walk out with little knobby
0: ears. I'm sure for I'm gonna have a whole bag
2: of crap
0: that they'll never use. <laughs> it's gonna be good. So any final thoughts or should we move on to Happily Ever After?
2: Yeah.
1: That's
0: good. Okay. So, it's so normally magical. normally we would show a video or something with fireworks something new so that way you can get an idea. But um apparently reading comments and stuff, people don't wanna see this stuff before they get a chance to see it. Who would oh, have thunk? Oh, no. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I, I thought people would have just wanted to watch our videos on it and never experience it in person. That's not the case. So we're not going to show you anything on it. But Happily Ever After debuted on Friday night, the, the, the brand new fireworks show that took wishes and threw it out in a dumpster somewhere <laughs> back behind Tomorrowland. And so the far, shit. the initial reaction that right after the show happened, I would say it was tremendously loved by everyone who was at the park getting Mm -hmm. a chance to watch it and experience it and everyone who was at home watching it on a computer absolutely hated it and thought that they did the worst thing by taking wishes and throwing it away so um i know the three of us here we all got to. I know you that doesn't really help. Rhino, Steve, and <laughs> myself were all there on debut night to see it in person. Kathy and Corey were the weird people who watched the video of it. Um, again, on my phone, it's past <laughs> Kathy's bedtime. So, uh, well, we recommend watching all of our videos on a 4K, a, TV. On a 4K TV because that's the best way to really uh, use your 4K TV with true 4K. So, um, who wants to start with their thoughts? I, I can go first. Oh, um, thank you.
1: Yeah, I loved it. I I, um, I just think this is the perfect example of what the next evolution in something, a uh, show like Wishes is. I have nothing against Wishes. I love Wishes. When I start, moved here uh, like 10 years ago, that was the show that's been running since then. So emotional attachment. It reminds me of my time working there. Everyone's got some reason they're emotionally attached to that for whatever reason, you know? This, though, is like that – it's just on a next level. People were worried about there not being as many fireworks, but Craig also put together a side-by-side video that you can watch and see the two shows going at the same time. And I feel like you can see that it, for me – it felt like they had even more fireworks while I was watching it. Or, and if that's not the case, then they're better utilizing the the story they're telling with the projections and the fireworks in combination. So it doesn't feel
0: like there's a lack of anything. I read one person's comment on it, and I I, I absolutely agree. It, it makes sense after seeing it. This is a show that it, it truly is about watching the projections with the music. Yeah. But then the fireworks, which they didn't cut down on, they didn't they didn't you know shy away from using them those just add to the extra story it's it's just Well, another side of it
1: and there's even like unexpected stuff that um, I I didn't you know we've seen projection shows before um, many of us have uh, and uh, this kind of even took those type of projections for me to another level because they use things like there is a scene where like Maleficent shoots uh, a a green like laser out at Philip down on another level and it kind of comes out diagonally out of the castle and there's a firework that goes off near the bridge and you're just like "I, I love that stuff I love things like that, and I love that it was able to take what is flat image, you know, images and create this really three D kind of cool moment that swoops you up into it, and you know, it. it I, my my, I you gave me a little bit of emotion too when they, the genie comes out because it's Robin Williams's voice. It's not, and it wasn't in Wishes, and so it's like, for me, it's it's like it's a nice little nod to him too. I feel like,
2: but. Yeah. One, th- one thing I like about this, and like I said, I only watched it on uh, my phone um, on the beach, but uh, <laughs> I like that if, it, if it's an overcast day or it's windy, and if you're just there to watch fireworks, sometimes you're not really going to get the full experience. Even on a windy or overcast day, you can still experience the whole projection show yeah, and have a little burst of the uh, the fireworks that you see and they, you know, the incorporation of the lasers. Mm-hmm. So I think you could still enjoy it even if it's a crappy day. I
4: yeah. I think that a lot of the people that had, like Craig said, a lot of people that had negative comments about this were the people that didn't see it in person. Um, and so I would say to hold off on your, you know, you can be upset if you want, but hold off on your comments. I think until you see it live, because yeah, this is something to be seen in person. For yeah, sure. for sure. I don't think it, you know Craig did and a great job video. with the video, but. The video cannot do this show justice, I don't think. Um, just because there's so... I mean, I think it's a good preview, but there's so much more to see when you're there and the lasers are flying over your head and there's so many just special effects that go along. I also think that some of the criticism of this show um, comes from the fact that they people haven't built an emotional connection to it like they have with, with Wishes. And so... They're sad to see wishes go because they've had wishes for so long, and that you know they are nostalgic for their vacations with wishes.
0: <laughs> Do people want that uh, forever? I will that's actually. I'm here's the thing. So I'm here, gonna Kathy. I'm gonna defend this first. I know we we put out a video kind of with our third first thoughts and impressions. Since then, that's been a couple of days. I've had more time to think about it. There are moments in the show where they chose. Song choices that like I absolutely love from Disney movies, mm-hmm. and that kind of clouded my perception on it. Like I love seeing out there in a fireworks show, yeah. and the way they use the projections on the castle at the exact same time, it worked perfectly. But the music in this show overall does not hold anything compared to the soundtrack of Wishes. Wishes, just but that's know, all for, it is. Yes, but. For me, I connect to Disney emotionally through a lot of the music, whether it's on the attractions, it's in the background. If I can't get fully on board with the entire soundtrack as a whole Mm -hmm. and not just bits and pieces of it, then it's not going to have the exact same connection. It's why I love Remember Dreams Come True out in Disneyland, because they literally just pull all these audio clips from the Disneyland rides, mash that up with Wishes, and make like the ultimate fireworks show. Yeah, this the soundtrack really pulls this back. If they re- would have reworked it, maybe even got a better song for the the main happily ever after song with it, I think a lot people, a lot more people would be connecting to I, it.
4: I also just think that that emotional tie. I think it takes time. Yeah, it takes time. That's exactly what I was going to say. Is that they're the. The song, I think a lot of the people are saying it's poppy, it's you know these younger people that they don't like the the song. I think it's going to be one of those things where if this show goes on for 10 years, 10 years from now when they get rid of this show, people are going to be emotional for the same reasons that they're emotional about Wishes.
3: I wanted, you know, Wishes was a big deal to me. And so for the new show, what I wanted it to do was give me goosebumps and give me tears. And the new show did that, but... I took points away for the fact that it really truly wasn't an original show. I mean, I thought it was a good show, but it's like come on Disney, what you couldn't have designed something just for
2: What do you mean not original? Ca- those projections are amazing.
3: I know that they, they are, but it's like that came from Tokyo or one of those places.
0: This song was already written before. This wasn't this isn't like debuted for our fireworks and some of the animation I think I read has been reused too.
3: And you know, and I'm like, well, okay, that that was pretty nice. And then Tinkerbell flew, and I went, okay, they haven't totally oh, I- gotten away from, you know, like the Disney. I wanted to see a show that talked about wishes and dreams, and they sort of did that, but at the end, then when Tinkerbell flew, it's like, okay, they they still
1: got it. I I do have a thing to say about that. I was thinking about it more and more, and then I was like, God. You know, it would be great if it, and not to knock Tinkerbell, but if it was like Dumbo, because there are other characters that learn to fly the same way. That because, mm. in, in Wishes, it is gear, what they're saying is directly geared toward like Peter Pan and Tinkerbell, or what you know. But here, it's kind of a generic statement, and at Disneyland, we've seen Nemo fly you know, around the mountain when he was, you know, yeah, so but, what I'm saying is it doesn't have to be a
0: person, you know? I mean, yeah, but it's also two different things. I mean, seeing a uh, Dumbo first, I don't think it could fit up on the turret. To then barrel down towards Tomorrowland. Well, I'm not like suggesting a they use Dumbo small, from tiny... Small
1: World or from Fantasyland. I'm suggesting like a tiny Dumbo, like Get
0: this, so you couldn't even see it. It'll just be a little speck. <laughs> I am not an imagineer, <laughs> <be> a <laughs> unless they like have a balloon that they inflate like right as soon as mm-hmm. they step off and it pops up. But um, and I thought the timing with Tinkerbell not doing it right at the beginning of the show, really waiting to that kind of climactic point. I mm. thought that was a brilliant part of it. Uh, the other thing, I, I still haven't seen the show from the other side. I know people love watching it in Fantasyland. I'm assuming that the projections also are not on the back side of the castle, considering they can't put Christmas lights back yeah. there. <laughs> but uh, I thought that the fireworks were good enough that you could still get that same feeling watching them from, from back there, you truly you don't need the projections right. to like this show. But um, as Corey said, on a windy night, if that wind's coming straight at you and you can't see the fireworks anyways, it is nice to know that you do have something to still see and since you can't see the fireworks. But um, I, I, I think I said it on the night that we are there, and I, I still stand by it. I, I do love this show. I will see it many times. I can't wait to shoot it different ways, take pictures of it, just enjoy it. but for me it's just I think it's slightly below wishes. So mm, I disagree.
4: I think yeah. it's I, it's my favorite fireworks show. I and, I, and that that comes from having wishes during my college program program and being nostalgic for wishes. But I just think that this show blows it, it out. This water. show
1: for me still represents like what Walt always talks about moving forward, using innovation and like not getting stuck on stuff. So I, for me, I'm, you know, and I hate to say that because I know someday Fantasmic may go away and that'll be something that I'm going to be destroyed about. But maybe they'll just retool it to make a new Fantasmic, you know, but it's just it's tired. It's it's been 10 years for that. How long has illumination been here? And it's we been go on. 15 years Let's for not
3: talk about
0: stuff.
1: I'm not, and, I, and I love to that too. I'm not suggesting get rid of this stuff, but I'm just saying like, what are we, you know, I don't know. No,
0: it's, I, here's the thing though. It's, if there, if what's working works and it's, it's perfect and people are loving it, then I don't see a reason to change it. So it's innovating, by adding more projections, yeah, it, it is that is innovating. And they came up with some new fireworks. They could have created new fireworks and projections for Wishes, too. Do like a so Wishes 2.0 or something? They, they could have easily done that. Instead, they, they messed around with the soundtrack and stuff, and it's just it's not as good. Um, as for Fantasmic, if you're talking Disneyland, that's one thing. If you're talking Hollywood Studios Fantasmic, and you think that that doesn't need to change, then just watch that Pocahontas section. I'm not that, saying it doesn't need to change. I'm saying someday it it'll go, go, go away and that would make Oh, it does. So the only way you should watch Fantasmic is at Disneyland. I but, like our yeah. Fantasmic too. Um, I, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I saw the comments where people were like, there's no Mickey. They didn't use enough classic. I understand those parts, but I, I didn't necessarily need that. If Mickey would have felt Mickey, right in the show, he's not right. in wishes. Right? technically sorcerer mickey part you could kind of argue oh, yeah. that but right. it, unless he's a natural fit in it i don't see the reason to necessarily like definitely have to have it but you know that's just my opinion on it anyone uh, else any i'll make one start? last
4: point i made this in the the vlog that we made after but i also liked the small little touches that this show has like the um there's certain fireworks that go off with certain characters during the projection so During the Merida projection, there's target fireworks. And during the Moana uh, section, there's, like, the spiraling fireworks. And they have different, like, symbols for different characters, which I thought that the actual fireworks, you know, representing what you see also on the projections was, like, a touch that was pretty cool. So. Can
3: I just say? Yes. I watched, you know, the video that you guys shot, and I thought far and away yours was the best of.
0: Oh, all the Thank ones, you. That I,
3: and not just because I work with you.
0: But, well, you should
3: you
2: watch it. On this on is the only TV. one I
0: watch, so that's. <laughs> 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 okay well thank you guys so much I, I know we went really long here but we had a ton to talk about so uh, for everyone out there make sure uh, if you haven't yet make sure you're subscribed to our channel uh subscribe to us on itunes if you're listening to us and uh make sure you're leaving comments feedback we look at it all even though sometimes mm-hmm. we we really want to strangle you all for what you're saying at us but <laughs> we still do read it and we enjoy it so make sure you're following the diz and Diz unplugged on facebook twitter all over the place and Instagram um share thank it with you guys. a friend what's that share it with a friend yeah and share it with a friend um the best thing you could possibly ever do is share us with friends <laughs> and then you Sweet might just home turn Alabama like a really terrible friend <laughs> I know um, <laughs> there we go got it in right at the end I can go to um, sleep now <laughs> so thank you guys so much out there for watching and listening uh, thank you guys here for having this conversation with me and we will be back next week with the next episode of the Diz Unplugged um, until then I still have no catchphrase for this show bye